0: possibilities that fuel the potential for a better future. That's why we make resolutions, even though those resolutions often fall by the wayside. But there's something simple you can do to make the most of this year. It begins by looking past what you think is possible in your life to what God thinks is possible. Join us now as we end our year on a message today titled, This Is My Year. Hey everybody, welcome back to another Venture Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Wills, lead pastor at Chandler Acres Church in Bellevue, Nebraska. And and we are so thankful that you are joining us today on this podcast. And I have to uh, just apologize to you right now. Uh, We had some issues that came up, um, some things that... uh, just kind of interfered with me being able to uh, get a couple of podcasts out that I promised you. Um, so I apologize with the, my deepest sympathies <laughs> that um, we just could uh, make that happen. And so we were not able to complete the series Prince of Peace on our podcast. Um, but if you want, you can go to our website and um, you can pull up um, videos of the last two services and uh, watch those. And basically, um, I gave the same same message um, that um, I give on Sundays when I, when I do our podcast, uh, kind of do the same message. So you can catch those uh, if you would like to at uh, ChandlerAkersChurch.com um, and just uh, go to sermons under media and uh, you'll be able to find them there. So I apologize that uh, we weren't able to do that. But today, you know what? Uh, we have a special episode uh, titled, titled, This Is My Year. Um, We're not quite into the new year yet, uh, but by the time uh, the next podcast rolls out, we will be. And so uh, today we're going to kind of talk about um, the upcoming uh, year. So uh, another news I want to share with you is uh, we as a church voted to change our name, uh, the actual church name, to Venture Church. Uh, it's not completely official as far as doing all the paperwork and all that stuff, so it's not quite there, but we did vote as a church to change our name to Venture Church, so that will be taking effect pretty soon, uh, so when you hear this, it will be um, sponsored by Venture Church, so um, kind of matches everything that we do. Anyways, uh, we're excited for that. Um, so anyway, uh, today, as we're talking, um, it's, the, it's right before the new year, right? It's the week before. Uh, there's typically two approaches to the new year. And I want to illustrate this uh, today. For example, how many of you would say that you enjoy making New Year's resolutions? I would bet a lot of you that are watching, or I apologize, listening, um, do not like to make resolutions. That would be my guess. And so my next question is, how many of you would say that you're New Year's resolution is not to make a New Year's resolution, right? Because <laughs> that's, I think that's where most of us are. And, and you know, I would have to say we, we probably don't like to make New Year's resolutions, but we probably do like to make goals for the New Year, right? So we probably have some goals out there. Um, so anyway, so when we come into the New Year, basically you have two groups of people, generally speaking, okay, very generalized. Uh, you have the dreamers and you have the realists. And you know who you are, don't you? You just, you just know, right? Now, the interesting thing is, do you know what happens with, with dreamers and realists? Do you know what happens with them? Well, they get married, <laughs> okay? And it creates an interesting dynamic, okay? And so as we come into this new year, here's how the dreamers talk about the new year. They say, this is my year. This is going to be a phenomenal year. We're going to go here, and we're going to do that, and we're going to accomplish so much. It's going to be great, to which the realist will say, "You said that last year, right, right, <laughs> right." Dreamers love the words, "Wow, this is going to be amazing," and and realists say, "Well, okay, how are we going to do that, right? How are we going to get there?" So dreamers and realists just look at the new year differently. There, there's nothing right or wrong. It's just how we are wired, either as a dreamer or uh, a realist. And I, I got to share with you, my, uh, I am the dreamer. Uh, in my family, my wife is the realist, and so uh, when we talk about this stuff, um, uh, that's who we are in our life, and so my wife's always telling me, okay, yeah, how are we going to get there, you know, that type of thing, and, and we just have to be real. So here's what I want to do. As we begin the new year together, whether you're dreamers or realists, I, I want to take uh, how you see life, and, and I want to kind of just bring us all together and allow us to view the new year through a particular lens, okay, and I believe as we look at this new year, through this particular lens whether you're a dreamer or whether you're a realist i think it's a phenomenal way to look at the new year and ultimately you're going to um hopefully walk away from this podcast today and and this question has the potential to to dramatically shape um a year ahead, so much so that when you look back on December 31st, 2022, when you, when you get to that point, I think you're going to see something powerful happen through this simple but powerful question. Okay? Now, to get to the question, though, I have to bring all of us together, like I said, through this lens uh, of how to view the new year, whether you're a dreamer or whether you're a realist, and it's through the lens of what I'm calling possibility. I think we've all heard that word. Uh, I think um, that's a word that we kind of toss around, kind of um, nonchalantly, right? I think um, it's there's a lot more powerful. Um, it's a lot more powerful word than what we we let it be sometimes in our heads, right? Uh, and possibility, it's through the lens of seeing the new year with immense and massive possibility. That's what we want to talk about. So, realist, uh, let me talk to you for a second uh, and tell you why this is important for you. We as the dreamers. Um, we appreciate your pushback. We appreciate your questions, but uh, be really, really careful that you don't transition from a realist to a pessimist, okay? You don't want to do that because pessimists don't get invited to, to parties and such, right? <laughs> I'm just messing with you, okay? But, but don't do that. Don't turn into the pessimist, okay? Dreamers, it's okay to dream. But it's not okay to leave it as an illusion, just something that's far-fetched out there, okay? You got to help the realist in your life figure the things out like, you know, okay, I do have a couple of steps or maybe even three steps that I actually can make uh, and can make this work that I believe it will make it work. So dream is you need to have a plan for your realist, okay? And realist, again, be really, really careful that you're not a pessimist, okay? And, and the way that you do that is to believe in the power of possibility. And here's why possibility is so important. Okay, you ready for this? Possibility fuels the potential for a better future. Possibility fuels the potential for a better year. And possibility fuels the potential for a better you. In fact, think of it this way. If you look at most of the breakthroughs, whether it's in business, culture, or organizations, typically you trace it back to someone or a group of people who actually believed it was possible. And when that little, small, little group of people or that person said, you know what, I think it's possible, it fueled the potential of what they were called to do. But the opposite of this is true as well. If you don't believe it is possible, it is correct, right? So, so whatever you might think about the year ahead, if you think it's possible, that's fantastic. It's awesome. It's great, right? And if you don't think it's possible, you're correct. So you choose, Okay. And so whether you're a dreamer or you're a realist, uh, I want to challenge you today to view the year ahead through the lens of possibility, okay? Now, let me give you an example so we're kind of on the same page here, okay? It's a story about two guys who understood this, and these two guys have impacted your life both directly and indirectly, okay? These two gentlemen that I'm about to talk about have have had a direct impact on your life, both directly and indirectly. The two gentlemen that I'm going to talk about are Wilbur and Orville Wright, right, the Wright brothers, and let me just tell you this this might make you a little unsettling the next time you fly, but these guys had no business trying to figure out how to fly. They had no technical training at all, okay?, uh, you know what they were? They were bicycle shop owners, and their hobbies were watching birds and drawing pictures of birds. That's what they did and then one day, as they were drawing a picture of a bird, one of the brothers turned to the other brother and said you know, I think it's possible that we can harness the the principles and dynamics that birds are harnessing and create something that may cause mankind to fly. And if you've ever flown in a plane, you can trace it right back to these two gentlemen who believed in the power of possibility. And in his book titled The Wright Brothers by David McCulloch, this is what he said about the, the Wright Brothers. I love this. This is great. The fact that these guys had no business figuring this out In no way did any of this discourage or deter Wilbur and Orville Wright any more than the fact that they had no college education, no formal technical training, no experience working with anyone other than themselves, no friends in high places, no financial backers, no government subsidies, and little money of their own, and the entire real possibility that at some point they could be killed. And they went for it anyway. In fact, the United States government paid a gentleman, Samuel Langley, $70,000 to try to figure out how to fly, and he failed. But the Wright brothers figured it out for less than $1,000. It's the power of possibility, whether you're a dreamer or you're a realist. If you don't believe it's possible, again, you are correct, right? But possibility can fuel the potential for a better future, a better year, and a better you. So practically speaking, how do we apply this? You ask a simple question. Okay and this question is this what do you think is possible for you in the new year right what do you think is possible for you in the new year do you think it's possible to take steps to make your financial situation to be more financially free do you think that it's possible for you do you if you do then you then you've taken a step forward and if you don't again you're correct okay what did you what do you do or I'll say it this way what do you think is possible for your marriage do you think it's possible for your marriage to get better Okay? Um, if you don't, then you are correct. But I believe, you know what, I believe any, any marriage can get better all the time. It can always, you can always work to make it better, okay? What do you think is possible for your health? Or what do you think is possible for your life, just in general? Or even if you want to go a little more specific in your life, what's possible about your emotional life, right? What do you think is possible for your spiritual life? So what do you think is possible in the new year? And if you, whether you're a dreamer or a realist, if you can begin to answer this question, it's a very, very helpful way to view the year ahead. Now, we could spend the remaining part of our time together talking about this question, but but I don't want to do that. And the reason I don't want to talk about the question any longer is because there's a far greater question that I want to talk about. And this is the question that I was alluding to earlier. This is the question that that when I said there's a question I'm going to give you, and, and if you can hang on to this question and its accompanying answer... From now until December 31st of 2022, I think it can shape the trajectory of the year ahead. Okay, Here's the question. I hope you're ready for this. What does God think is possible for you in the new year? What does God think is possible for you in the new year? Because I want you to please, please, please don't miss this. Okay, What we're saying with this question is that the creator of the universe thinks something is possible for you. Don't miss that, okay? The creator of the universe thinks, thinks there is something that is possible for you. And you need to spend some time on this question. But here's the thing. If you're listening to this podcast today or down the road here and, and you were to say, you know what, Dan, this question doesn't apply to me because I don't believe in God. Well, first of all, I totally understand that. And if you're listening to this today or and, and you don't believe in God, let me just say this to you. We're thrilled that you've downloaded this episode and you took a chance and and listened in, okay? I mean, the fact that you would say, you know what, I don't believe in God, but you would pull up a podcast, a Christian podcast episode, okay, means that you're an incredibly open-minded person, which is a wonderful attribute for you to have. And so may I not, I might not say anything today that will convince you that there is a God, but here's what I want you to hear for just a moment. Here's what I want to tell you today. While you may not believe in God, God believes in you. God believes in you, and and maybe you've been told that that's not true. But he, I'm here to tell you today that it is true. God believes in you. He thinks there are things possible in your life, and you may walk away, you know, today after downloading this episode, and still say, you know what? I don't believe in God, but I think when you when you see the answer to this question, here's what you might think. You know what, Dan? I still don't believe, but if there is a God, I wish that God would be like the God that answered that question. Because when you see the answer to this question, and you can carry the answer with you straight throughout this year, I'm telling you, it has the potential to shape the trajectory of your life. Now, as some of you know, the scriptures say that with God, all things are possible. Okay, And I believe that, and I hope you believe that. But I want to give you some specific answers to this question. What does God think is possible for you in the new year? Here's a list of what God thinks is possible for you in the new year, okay? God thinks love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control are all possible. And I don't know how you feel when when you hear that list. You might think, well, that's a nice, sweet list. But please understand, this isn't just a nice, sweet list. This is a powerful list. And let me share with you why. For those of you that that like to do New Year's resolutions, every single positive New Year's resolution can be pulled out of this list, or any goal that you make can be pulled out of this list. When it comes to New Year's resolution, the end game is trying to do something with your heart, right? If you can get the heart in line with your resolution, then everything else takes care of itself. For example, if your New Year's resolution is to take care of your finances, get you in a better financial shape. Well then what God thinks is possible is that God thinks he can generate self-control. You know, a faithfulness to be a better steward, maybe patience in terms of your spending habits. God believes that's possible for you. Maybe you want to get back in shape physically. God believes self-control is possible. Maybe there's an addiction or an appetite that's controlling you. God believes that self-control is possible for you. Maybe it's worry, anxiety and depression that are that are just battering you. God believes that there can be joy, peace, and love that's available to you. You know, maybe you just need patience. You're just so impatient with people in your life. God believes that patience can be possible for you. This is a staggering list of possibilities that people will benefit from, including you and myself. So let me share with you how God thinks this is possible. Because this list actually comes from a Bible verse in the New Testament. It's the book of Galatians. And some of you might went, oh, I know where this is from already, right? But some of you maybe don't, especially if you're saying, you know what, Dan, I'm not sure if I believe in God. Galatians 5, 22 through 23 says this, but the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law against these things. You know, I like that last part where it says there's no law against these things. In other words, you see, anything, we can have all kinds of laws, but those laws can't stop those, those nine words. They can't because there's no law against those, right? Nobody's going to stop you from having love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. They're not. There's no law to go against that, right? The reason God thinks all this is possible is because of what it says at the beginning of the verse. The Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives right? The Holy Spirit we know is part of the Trinity, right? It's God, the Father, the Son, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit, right? So do you know what this means? Very simply, it is what Jesus believes about you and what Jesus believes about me. It is that in a relationship with him, he can produce these things. As we abide and walk with him daily, he can produce this kind of fruit in our lives. It's why we're not here uh, on this podcast trying to get you into a growing religion, we are here to lead you into a growing relationship with Jesus Christ. Because we believe, and Jesus promised this, that as you abide and stay connected to Him, right, something powerful begins to happen. That as you do this in the year ahead, what Jesus will do on December 31st of next year is you and I will be able to look back and see the fruit that He has produced in our lives. Now, let me say it this way, okay? Here's what I know about you. The people in your life want this from you, and the people in my life want this for me, right? Because they're on the other side of us. They, they see it. They want it for us, right? So a few months ago, uh, someone that I, I'm close with shared something with me about uh, Galatians chapter 5 uh, that really kind of changed how I viewed the, uh, the rest of this year and how I'm going to definitely view uh, next year. It's, it's changed me dramatically, okay? This person said, Here's what he said. I've been doing something for the last two to three years that is having a significant impact on my life. And I said, okay, what is it? Well, it has to do with the characteristics of the fruit of the Spirit. He said, I've been selecting one of these and focusing on one of them for the entire year. So each year he's picked a new one and focused on that. So he went on to say, for example, this year I focused on love. I want to love people better. I want God to do something in my heart so that I just love people, even if they're for me, and especially if they're against me. He went on to say that the results were phenomenal, and that's why he keeps doing it. And, and I was just kind of blown away at, at, as, as he's talking to me and sharing with me about this. And then he asked me a question. He said, Dan, as you think of next year, which one should you focus on? Oh, that was a great question, right? It's a, it's a question I want to present to you. Okay? As you think about those list of nine, okay, which one pops out to you? right? Go to Galatians 5, 22 through 23, okay? And look at those nine, okay? Which one pops out to you? Because here's the challenge. You might not know, okay? So to get what one you should focus on in the year, here's what you need to do. If one doesn't pop out to you, here's what you need to do, okay? Number one, if you're married, you need to ask your spouse, okay? And they may give you more than one. And if he or she does that, you have my permission to say, well, Pastor Dan said only one okay? Because <laughs> they might, you know, you might give your wife four or five, you know, you don't say, well, you got to work on this, you know, but one, we're working on one each year, right? Now, if you're not married, or even if you are married, you should still do the second one. And that's ask a friend or your life group. Okay. Ask a friend or your life group, or a small group, whatever you particular in. Okay. But ultimately what you need to do is you need to ask God, get out on your hands and knees and ask God. Okay. So ask your spouse if you're married, ask friends, ask the group, ask God, and then see where the consensus is. Okay. This is all, if you can't, if one just doesn't pop out to you, this is what you need to, to do. Go get a consensus. Okay. So here's the homework assignment for you. Okay. Between now and, and the next podcast. Okay. I think this is really simple. Number one, choose one. Okay. Uh, just choose, just choose one. Like I said, okay. Okay. Number two is come back next Monday and download the next episode, or next episode because we're going to be starting a new series called Back to the Basics where we're going to be talking about how to kind of focus on the new year, get back to the basics of who we are as a Christian. Okay? And if you don't believe in God, I still encourage you to do that because then it might help you get started in, in a spiritual walk, you know, in a life with a relationship with Jesus Christ. Okay? You can do that. All right, And then number three, uh, if you are involved in a church somewhere, okay, get in a life group. If they offer life groups, get in a life group. If they don't offer a life group, uh, maybe they offer a Bible study group. Get into that, okay? That's a good start too, okay? Um, so, um, you know, love to have you uh, be a part of that. And I know a church that you're involved in would love to do that. If you're listening and you're part of our church, um, we have new ones starting up January 9th. So so get in a group, okay? Now, you hear a us and you think, well, okay, Dan, you're asking us to do this. Are you actually doing this? Or, or is this just kind of preacher talk? You know, which one are you going to focus on in the new year? Well, uh, I think that's a great question. And so let me tell you which one I'm focusing on, okay? Uh, I am definitely going to focus on one. I'm focusing on patience, okay? I I, I kind of was sitting there going, patience or self-control? Patience, self-control. And I think this year I need to focus on patience uh, to get the self-control, okay? So uh, I'm choosing patience because here's the main reason. I want our church to be what it was like right before COVID hit, okay? Okay. Our church, Chandler Acres Church, now going to be Venture Church. Uh, we, we were having a record number of people showing up each week. I mean, it was—we're a small church, and we were almost filled to the brim. Uh, we were talking about having another service, on another location, all kinds of stuff. Uh, we also felt like we had a, a baptism like every week, almost. It was like almost every weekend. I think right before the year of COVID, you know, we had like twenty-five baptisms. It was—it was crazy. It was awesome, right? Uh, we had all kinds of events and people were showing up and, and all this stuff. And it was just, man, it was just on fire. And then COVID hit. Kind of like everybody else, you know, just no, no different than everybody else. But I want that back now, <laughs> right? I, I, I want that back now. I don't want to wait. I want it back now. But I'm reminded each week that God's greatest plan for me is Jesus. <laughs> it's just Jesus. And when Jesus is your greatest plan, the best is always yet to come. And I believe that's true for all of you. And here's the great news. If we're going to get to December 31st of 2022, here's what we got to do. You've got to be desperate and dependent upon Jesus like never before. If any of this is going to happen, because it's not just going to happen because you're a really good person or you're a really smart person, it's not going to happen natu- naturally for you. I mean, I mean, you can get there just a little bit by that, but not to the extent of what Jesus can do. You're going to have to cling on to Jesus on a daily basis, Okay. And let me ask you a question: Does that kind of mark your spiritual life? You know, where does where that you know play into your spiritual life? Uh, you know, you know, it's kind of like asking this: Have you gotten really, really comfortable going through the religious motions? You know, or, you know, how desperate are you for Jesus? Are you even desperate for him? You know, what I've realized is if if I'm going to get to December 31st of next year, and there's going to be this fruit of patience that I, I'm looking for. It's only going to happen by being laser-focused and dependent on Jesus. I can't do it by myself, okay? Because with Jesus, all things are possible, right? So if you're being wrecked by addiction right now and you need self-control, Jesus says it's possible. If your relationships are being wrecked right now because you're impatient and there's hatred in your heart, Jesus says love is possible. If worry, anxiety, or depression are pushing you down and battering you, you know Jesus says peace and joy are possible for you. I hope you believe that. You know, do you believe that? Here's the question. What does God think is possible for you in the new year? That's the, that's the question I want to give you today. and I want you to ponder it. But ultimately, you know what? I have an answer for you already. Here's the answer. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. That is what's possible for you. So choose one today. Start with one. Choose one today. I hope you're ready to go on a venture together to see what Jesus can do between now and December 31st of 2022. And you know what? If none of that convinces you, here's my final plea for you. I triple dog dare you, all right? I triple dog dare you, you know, don't, don't stick your tongue on a, any kind of frozen light pole or anything like that. But I triple dog dare you to choose one, to, to, to just to go after it, you know, to just be desperate for Jesus Christ. This concludes another episode of Venture Podcast. We hope you enjoyed this one-time message of This Is My Year, talking about the new year that's coming up. Um, my plea is that you'll come back next Monday. I promise you we will have one next Monday, another new episode with a new series called Back to the Basics, where we're going to be talking about how we can, as Christians, can back, get back to the basics and focus on this new year that's coming up and be better and stronger than ever. We'll talk to you soon like to know more about Venture Podcast in Chandler Acres Ministries, or you'd like to become a patron, please visit us at chandleracreschurch.com.